What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Coming at you with an episode of Motivation Monday. We want to get you fired up for the week. You know, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast on Apple or Spotify, make sure you do because it's really nice listening to it when it comes out. The episodes are released 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday and Thursday, so you can go ahead and check those out. You know, obviously, you're going to get the most relevant information as well as, you know, we kind of have them structured uh, as we do for a reason. Monday, we want to get you motivated. We want to get you thinking big. We want to get you inspired. We want to answer your questions. You know, it's a little bit more laid back, so it's not too in your face. Whereas Thursday is very informative, very topic based, and we kind of push into it from that. But, you know, every episode we try to get some laughs. We try to get some motivation going, some energy going, as well as really be informative and educational. So thank you so much for tuning in today. It really does mean a lot. You know, every single one of you who listen, I uh, I feel like I say it a lot, but I also don't think I say it enough because without amazing listeners like you and people that want to be fitter healthier and happier you know the other fit freaks out there if you have it uh you know shout out to all y'all it really does mean a lot that you keep tuning in and supporting and sharing the episodes to your stories giving us reviews like really helps me and kyle keep going and it's been great to see this grow so just wanted to quickly say thank you to everyone now we're going to jump into the quotes because we love quotes and i have a great one so i actually pulled this out of a motivational video i was watching this week uh you know time and time again i'm sure you can tell when i watch those motivational videos i get fired up trust me I know like most people sometimes I'm like hmm I could play like a prank video in the background and laugh and it'd be more and and like uh, you know entertaining or I could watch this kind of motivational video that's probably like a lot of things I've ever heard but every time I make that decision to watch that motivational video I just get so fired up right it's that higher level thinking doing things that you know are going to build your next action right you know, I saw recently that some 16 year old um, beat the best person in the world at chess, which was so cool. And like, it's just nuts. You know, people are saying how they're thinking 16, 20 moves in advance. Like, it's absolutely insane, right? Like, it's just crazy how people can anticipate that. And we shouldn't expect to be at that level ourselves. You know, they're prodigies for a reason. And what was funny about that, I thought it was so cool, is the guy he beat actually did the same thing when he was a kid to the previous, uh, you know, legend. So it's just so cool to see how people do really well with things and they take it to another level and to kind of apply that to our own life right you know when we actually have that bigger think that bigger thought and you know we try to think a few steps in ahead instead of just oh what's going to make me feel the best right now pizza and chips i'm going to go eat that instead we say no i'm going to do that and i'm going to feel horrible tomorrow my clothes are going to be all tight on me i'm not going to feel nice i'm not going to want to go to the gym like whereas when you can think i'm going to eat a great meal so it's tasty i'm going to spend time cooking it so i feel fulfilled and i've done something i've had that creative practice of cooking i'm going to eat this great food it's tasty and then most importantly you're going to feel great with it tomorrow you're going to train hard so just having that higher thought is just something to keep in mind and it kind of does um, copy into my quote here this is from Floyd Mayweather he was saying if you think small small things will happen so I'm kind of reverse engineering the think big and big things will happen but it's the same with thinking small too often I think we kind of hit ourselves take ourselves out by the knee by thinking little of ourselves thinking we're not able to do these big things or to have these big visions and you know we'll really kind of put a ceiling on our success right like a lot of us kind of put our own glass ceilings up right and instead we don't want that at all so really try to break that small think out of your mind that's something me and Kyle always challenge ourselves with like are we thinking small are we doing ourselves a disservice by not giving ourselves the full benefit of the doubt and really leaning into our opportunity and our potential as human beings you know who want to grow and I just really love this quote I pulled it out and I thought it was awesome. 
Yeah, I love it. And one of a, you know, really cool book that I read in the past is called The Magic of Thinking Big. Um, And it just kind of, you know, got me thinking when Josh said that, because even when it comes down to our goals and everything, you know, um, if you just say something like, yeah, I want to lose like, you know, just like something that's just not exciting. I don't really have a number on the top of my head. What's going to motivate you more? But I find that a lot of the clients who come in who say, you know, I'm a family man. I want to, you know, be able to be there for my kids and, you know, just be able to have this much energy and keep up with this. And they have so much more that they're striving for, like a bigger thing think um, those are the ones that put in more action right so I just wanted to share that with you and I thought that was absolutely incredible um, that quote that Josh shared and that's going to bring me into my quote which is um, you know just uh, you know Josh found this the other day and I was like man this is incredible so we had to share it to Instagram but uh, it's basically losing weight is hard being overweight is hard working out is hard being weak is hard being disciplined is hard being lazy is hard everything is damn hard, choose your hard. And, you know, there's just honestly inspired me because, you know, just as we've said in the past, like there's always going to be, you know, just those um, tougher times of just having to work out, having to eat healthy, or sorry, I guess I should even be saying getting to eat healthy and getting to work out, you know, a little bit of a, you know, language switch there. Um, But, you know, just at the end of the day, you kind of have to just choose which one, you know, getting up early, I know isn't the easiest thing for some of you who are out there, you know, getting to the gym by 5am, but, you know, just you kind of have to choose one or the other. So, um, yeah, that's just some that really inspired me when I thought about it, you know, just, uh, and I thought a lot of you guys would, um, really appreciate this quote today. Yeah. You know, I love this and it kind of ties into what I said, right? Like, you know, everything is hard. And if you think you're just going to escape a hard life, you're going to put yourself in for more pain. Like it's just, it's definitely something to be mindful of, right? Like sometimes some pain now will save you from a lot of pain later. Um, you know, there's so many examples of this, but you know, obviously I also like, as I mentioned before, you know, calculated struggle, you know, saying, Hey, you know, maybe by me, same example, right? Like if your Kyle wants to run a marathon, he's not just going to do nothing till the marathon. He needs to go through a lot of pain training for it, doing his reps, you know, increasing the runs, doing the volume and like, it's going to suck. But him going through that simulated pain, the control pain allows him to endure that max pain, right? Like, you know, there's an example I forget in a book I read, but they said, you know, like if you were to do a marathon and if you didn't, your whole family would die or something crazy, people would do that marathon, but it would break them like it would destroy them. So it's not that you can't do it like people would get it done it would take a very long time but people would find a way to do it right but it's you can do it by kind of being calculated and really making sure to train and implement things and choosing your heart in your life is what i'm getting at so maybe a little bit off topic there but definitely something to consider and i love that quote um i now we're going to get into the thoughts and we actually have a lot which is really exciting unfortunately we are back from sunny florida uh, so i'm definitely a little bit sad about that weather hasn't been the best here and you know one thing that's really been on my mind and one thing I was just speaking to Kyle about that I really like is I was watching another video and uh, the individual Jesse Itzler was saying one thing he does every morning to stay committed through his nighttime routine his daily routine is ignore how you're feeling whether you're motivated whether you're not motivated what's going on just go through the steps of the day treat your day like an instruction booklet and just go step by step and just tell yourself I'm going to do one step at a time I'm going to get it done and an example for me is my first step is choosing not to hit that snooze say I'm going to get out of bed okay I've done that now I'm going to do my um, then lately I've been trying to really just take my dog on a walk just so I'm act- actively getting outside you know when the weather is just gross and it's freezing rain and all these different things like you know we're outside less and less and coming from a climate of Florida where I was probably outside 10 hours a day I still want to have those benefits right as we mentioned before it's just very important to be out in fresh air to feel some sun on your skin even if there's not a ton to you know kind of be in the elements you just you feel very renewed so I've been challenging myself to do that 
And it's not easy, but I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to do it. And I've never regretted it. As I mentioned last week, you know, just getting out there, getting it done is just so powerful. And, you know, by then I've already done two steps of my day and I just need to keep going through those steps. You know, then I do all my self-care tasks, then I do my work and then I go crush a great workout. And then I'm like, look at this, I'm having an amazing day. Like, and I can do that whether I'm motivated or not by just taking my time, going through those steps, taking it one little thing at all at, at, in its moment. And even as Kyle mentioned too, just being present, being intentional, even today doing legs. Um, me and Kyle weren't excited to do it. We did three sets of 10. So if you're doing three sets of 10 for squats, you're doing cardio basically, you may as well just be out doing a run. Not really, but it feels like it. It feels like forever and it's so hard. But you know, I wanted to look at the rest of my leg workout and go, oh, what do I have after? And I'm like, no, I'm gonna be focused. I'm gonna get this first set done. Then I'll worry about the second set. Once that's done, I'll worry about the third set. Then we'll look forward. So just kind of having that mindset uh, really for me has made things a little bit easier and it's made really big things less scary. You know, like very often I remember in school, like writing essays, it's so hard to kind of but it to, uh, like put everything together. But once you just start and you just, you know, you do that first thing, you start making something happen, you start to figure it out and it becomes exciting. It becomes a puzzle to solve and you feel great because of it. So treat it like instructions. Just take that first small action, win those small decisions. And that's how you really do win those big things consistently. Yeah. When I went into the gym, uh, you know, my, my pass was expired and it was funny because yeah, I, I did not want to do it at all as well. Uh, and I was like, oh, you can go ahead and start on squats. I'll catch up with you later. And Josh is like, oh, I'm just going to warm up, like, you know, do your thing and I walked over and he hadn't started. I'm like, dang it. You know, he's, he, I still got to do my squats now. I just thought that was funny because, um, you know, I was just like, hey, you know, it, and it feels so good afterwards, right? Similar to what Josh said. It's like, you know, I, there was part of me that was like, oh, I can do it later. You know, just uh, maybe when I'm feeling better, maybe when I'm feeling 100% and less sore. Um, but, you know, it just felt incredible now just even doing this podcast because we've done that hard task. It makes it so much um, easier in my opinion. You know, we've already got a really hard thing out of the way. Heavy squats, like Josh said, three sets of 10. But, you know, um, one thing that was on the top of my head was, you know, even um, from this past trip, you know, there was quite a few, you know, uh, wins, quite a few just, you know, lessons learned, right? And what I want to bring up, what, which I thought was incredible is a few mindset, um, you know, mindset, I guess you could say cues that I noticed from Josh, which was pretty cool. Like I had said, Hey man, we, you know, we took a few L's this trip. Um, you know, just as we've mentioned in the previous podcast and he's like lessons learned. Right. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, that's a great mindset to have. Right. Cause in my head I was thinking losses. Um, you know, and I just thought that was so important to, to realize because every single time it's like, I think a lot of people get down on themselves when just things happen, like when things don't go their way and you just, you do happen to just have those things, um, pop up that you're just like, oh man, I wish I could have avoided that. But like the truth is if you kind of switch your mindset instead of, wow, like I wasted so much time. I wasted so much energy, you know, whether it's, you got injured or whatever it is and, and stop focusing on the fact that it was like a loss. Um, you just say, Hey, that was a lesson learned. And even you know, just whatever happens, you know, you, you switch that mindset and I feel like it'll go a long way. You'll learn a lot and you'll just kind of, I guess you could say also be easier on yourself when you realize like, Hey, it's going to happen. And I thought that was really cool when, uh, you know, when he had mentioned that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Right. Like take even the word loss out of your vocabulary and just think of lessons, right? Like just an opportunity to learn and grow. And that's something I've been doing a lot is just reflecting. And I think, you know, they, they say the insanity, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And if we don't have self-reflection and self-analysis, we're very likely going to make the same mistakes in our lives. And I think there's nothing more frustrating um, than being in a pattern or a cycle of uh, failure and failure 
knowing why we fail, but not taking the time to dissect it and understand it. And that's why very often I challenge my clients, you know, if they're, there's one thing they're struggling with, or I want to see them succeed through, I'll say, listen, I know it sounds silly, but spend 20 to 30 minutes, even 15 to 30 minutes, put a blank piece of paper and start working through those thoughts. I know I mentioned this last week as well, but this is a really big thing. Like it's just once again, how you can avoid that. Right. And if you can kind of figure out the things, your vices in life, the things that you do without really thinking about it and you can overcome those, it just feels amazing because then you really see, wow, like I can take positive effort and steps to change myself for the better. So I'm not set to just endure this vicious cycle and feel victim to it. Right. And you know, that's when you really feel like you have power and control of your own life. And that makes you feel more optimistic and it makes you more happy and it makes you want to, you know, continue that into other areas of life. One thing I love about being a coach is I help people get in great shape, which gets them really happy and it gets them hungry. All of a sudden, you know, they're like, listen, I want to start learning this. I'm going to go back to school for my master's. I uh, really want to invest in learning, uh, you know, about meditation. I want to start reading a book a week. Like, I just love seeing how people grow and get more hungry. I want to be getting into powerlifting or, you know, it's just, you know, success will cause you to want to keep climbing, right? To keep enjoying that amazing feeling. And it just feels so good knowing you're going upward and you're growing and you're not going the wrong way and actually going the opposite. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And, you know, just uh, obviously agree with everything Josh said there. Uh, one other thing that I had was, um, you know, shout out to my client, Claudia. She, you know, said in her one of her check-ins this past week was just like she wanted to find five things she could compliment herself on. And I thought that was just so awesome when I heard that. I was like, I need to talk about this on the podcast, especially because, you know, we are always our own worst um, critics, I guess you could say. Just, you know, we see ourselves every day. We, you know, even I was listening to a podcast where as we grow up, we are um, just taught to kind of have like, um, you know, we're always like, let's say for every one great thing we do, there's eight things that are pointed out um, that's not so great or that, you know, we could do better. So like naturally, we just tend to kind of uh, go that way, especially especially um, from our parents and everything and people around us. So I thought that was interesting, but just, she said she was going to get five compliments every day. You know, you look at yourself in the mirror, um, you know, you're walking, whatever to say, Hey, I got up. Hey, great job. I'm really proud of you. You look at yourself. Um, and instead of being so hard on yourself, you know, with, even if you have little bits of body fat here and there that you're unhappy with, or like whatever it is, instead of putting yourself down, give yourself compliments for things that you've like improved upon things that, you know, you've done. And I think it's just so much better. You know, I know self love is so important and I just thought that was a really cool thing. So could be a little fun challenge for some of you guys to do. And I think you'll start to appreciate yourself more and notice um, your wins that you are, uh, you know, accumulating. Um, because if you don't think about it day to day, you probably don't even notice them truthfully. Anything uh, else? Coach KG? No. Um, I guess the last thing I had, sorry, was just even when we were driving, we realized that sometimes doing nothing can be so tiring. And I just, <laughs> I wrote that down because we were in the car, I don't know, 24 hours in two days. And it was just interesting because it's just like, you know, I know we talk about how working out gives you so much more energy, but it is interesting how you just, when you're sitting there, you're doing nothing. Like I literally did maybe a couple thousand steps if I was lucky. And I just, I was thinking to myself as we were driving, you know, just back, I was like, wow, like, I cannot believe how tired I am just from being cooped up from, you know, just from not moving, from not walking, from not working out. So just kind of think of that. I guess you could say like next time, you know, if you feel like you have no energy, um, just how much better you do feel. Uh, and you know, it's kind of weird cause you have to have energy to be able to work out, but then it gives you energy. It's kind of like a weird dynamic. Um, that's why we always start with the five minute rule, but I, I just thought that was quite interesting. So I'm like, Oh man, ne- next time I think of like when I'm not, when I want to skip the gym, like how I felt during those times where we were driving and I wasn't able to that one day. Uh, I just thought that was quite interesting, but that's all from me. I've always said it's the most tiring thing to do nothing. 
Um, and it's really hard to pull yourself out of it. But on the flip side, I don't know if anyone else has been there, but for some reason, cleaning always comes to mind. You know, I start cleaning, I get so excited. And then you see that room's clean, you feel all good and productive and you're moving. You're like, okay, let's do another one. And sometimes like I go a little too hard and I just get a million things done. In particular, I love doing this Saturday mornings, something I always really enjoyed. I used to lifeguard and I'd work from 12 to 11. So I'd really try and like get a lot of good stuff done in the morning. And I think that's where that habit kind of came from. And it's something I really enjoyed. And you know, one thing that actually stands out a fun challenge for everyone, you know, if you feel like you have a lot of stuff in your house that you don't want a lot of clutter, a lot of things to get rid of, um, you know, in particular, I remember this exact feeling of just doing something made me want to do so much. I did a little challenge with Kyle, which was really fun. And it's the 30 day um, minimal, minimal challenge or something minimalist, minimalist challenge. Yeah. And what this is, you know, and I challenge someone to challenge one of their friends because it's really tough is on day one, you got to find one thing to either donate or throw out um, and take a picture of it and send it to your friend. Not too hard, right? Day two, two things. Day three, three things. Then before you know it, on day 22, you're doing 22 things and you know you got to do 23 things on day 23. Even if you don't make it to day 30, you're going to have such a cleaner house. You're going to feel so much better. And you know, that's even one thing I, I was mindful of. I really like sometimes analyzing my possessions and saying, no, could they better serve other people? Are they just clutter? Am I not using them? Because in my opinion, when you see clutter in your house, it's stressful in a way, right? Because you feel like you want to clear it. It's in your space. We've spoken to this a lot. And just the same, even with clothing, you know, we all have clothing pieces that maybe were expensive or we don't really wear. And we see, you know, like, I should wear that sometime. Like it almost adds more stress to your life. So even for me, like I know my brother, like he, uh, he really just enjoys when I pass things down and it offers a lot of utility to him. So usually I'll challenge myself to look and say, you know, I'm not someone who buys a ton of clothing either, but I'll say like, you know, is there anything I can pass on? And, you know, for a while it would be to my brother and my brother's friends. And every time I'd see them, I'd be like, oh, they're wearing my clothes. Hilarious. But just the same too with donating things and stuff like everyone wins with this. So, and I remember last time I brought this out on the podcast, a lot of people did it and really had good change in their life for it. So I thought that was a fun little challenge I'd bring up. Anything to add there? No, that just reminds me. I made a note. I'm going to start that challenge again because I'm looking around my place i'm like i could definitely get rid I of a few things do it too and it doesn't like i think it also you know it doesn't count if you just do pens like for example i mean i guess it could but i remember it specifically when they did the challenge they said try to avoid doing stuff like that if you have a couple pens count that as one but yeah it, it whatever works best for you right there's no there's no right way but and i there's think there's no losers either. yeah the goal is the goal is for everyone to rent win right and like feel good but it's a lot of fun because you really become critical of what do I use and what do I not use. And it's pretty cool. You can also sell stuff, right? Like the used market's booming right now. Um, it's absolutely crazy and it can be a great way to make a little extra money and clean up your house. So definitely a fun challenge, but um, we have so many thoughts. Maybe we'll cap it there so we don't use all of them. Um, you know, if you really enjoy this segment, let us know and we could spend even more time here. Uh, just really curious to hear, you know, what are everyone's favorite components in Mailbox Monday? Maybe we'll do like a little Instagram story poll. That'd be a fun thing. I'll make a note of that because I think that could be really cool to see what people like the most. But we're going to go into the client shout out and I've actually heard from a ton of people that this is one of their favorite parts of the podcast because it's just so cool learning about other people who are crushing it, other people that perhaps thought they couldn't that are now or people that had small goals and now they've really leveled up in their life and they've moved on to bigger, crazier ones. So this is a really fun opportunity for us to learn why other people are crushing it and how we can implement that in our own lives. And today's shout out is my client Catalina. And I'm just so proud of her because she came in wanting to see you know physical change as well as strength change. And she's done both. We've done a really, really effective uh, compositional change. You know, She's someone who's been active her whole 
whole life. Um, you know, really crush it. Uh, great history, I believe, of gymnastics, um, which is just absolutely amazing. And, you know, was crushing it there and, you know, kind of just doing the most with that. But, you know, making that transition for athletes sometimes towards weight training and just focusing on composition and health could be really tough, right? Like, and if you're listening to this and you are an athlete or an ex-athlete, it is something to consider because it's great and it's bad because you really learn how to be successful under a coach. You're always told what to do, what to eat, the direction to have, but you take that coach out of your life and a lot of people get really lost and stuck and they don't know how to work out, they don't know how to eat, maybe they're moving less and it just brings in a whole different variety of factors. So definitely something to be mindful of and that's where you know getting a coach is so great, right? Like actually reaching out to a coach for your fitness, online coach such as myself and Kyle gives you that opportunity to do that. And now once again, amazing compositional change, great balance. You know, she's challenged vices in her personal life and had a ton of success there. Um, she's been crushing the lift so much so that even at her work, people have been asking her, you know, she's a power lifter and she's competing and all these amazing things. And just thought it's so cool to see how great she's been doing. So I'm just really proud of her too, because she's always got something going on whether it's vacation, meeting out with friends. And instead of looking for obstacles or reasons to not succeed, Catalina is a beast at saying, okay, I'm going to succeed by planning this, doing this, and just changing the situation. And then boom, Boom. Every time, able to enjoy these fun things, still have success, and still feel phenomenal. So huge shout out here. Definitely check out her transformation. Yeah, you know, five knee surgeries can't hold her down. Um, I just, yeah, I think that's incredible. So shout out to you, Kat. You know, just always looking for different ways to improve from what I've heard from Josh. So really, really proud of you there. Yeah, and me and Coach KG are looking for three people that want to start their journey. You know, especially too, if you're someone who wants to level up and, you know, you just summer's right around the corner this is your opportunity so right now we're just looking for someone who wants to level up in their fitness or health and their happiness with their training their nutrition as well as their accountability we do have three spots available so you can dm us real results on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t to work with me and kyle summer gets absolutely crazy and we can't promise we have spots so don't put it off if you're wanting to do this now is the time we also have great promos going on this is a great opportunity to jump in so we look forward to helping three of you out once once again, DM real results to Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And even if that doesn't interest you right now, and maybe that's something for the future, follow us on Instagram. You can see all the client transformations there. We post some fun memes. We post early insights to the podcast. You can see what me and Kyle are up to. You can get additional tips and stories full of thoughts and answers to questions amongst other things. So it's a great way to keep up to date with me and Kyle. Uh, so we'll see you over there. But now we're going to jump right into the mailbag with numero uno. And the first question of the week is, I feel like I'm slacking on my nutrition. I haven't been the greatest lately. Any advice to get um, back to eating well, tracking, etc. And I'm going to take this one um, because once again, me and Kyle went away. We were really successful. We had a ton of fun. But sometimes I always like to say post vacation, it's so hard because everything's shaken up, right? You got to get right back into rhythm, back into stride after, you know, being in such a different place. And, you know, the main thing for me too is have your basics, right? Like have your things that present structure in your life. And I've said this before, but a consistent breakfast is a great example, right? It's very easy for us to control our breakfast, especially if we control when we're waking up. And then we can statically control, you know, how much protein and how many calories we're having consistently for one meal whether you eat the same thing every day or you have a few different options to choose from you can have that in your pocket maybe you have the same opportunity for lunch right and you can avoid eating out and you can pack a little bit better and 
that can help. And even past that, if you know you need a lot of help, meal preps are such a great thing. Mean College picked up ours today, which is amazing. Um, it is just being the best thing ever because it takes no thought. I know the macros. I know the calories. They're about 400 a pop each. I can do the mental math even and just they're so tasty. I have access to them. They're filled with protein. They're uh, really filling. Like I just like to give myself as many tools as I can where I can't fail, where I know I'm going to be successful. And you know, that's kind of my biggest tip is have that set structure to kind of make things a little bit easier. And I'm sure Kyle will have a lot more uh, high level tips that I know he's eager to get into. Yeah, that was so well said. You know, even yeah, myself, I felt the same way as Josh. I'm like, ah, I can't wait to get back into it, right? You know, we got used to that similar rhythm. And then now it's like, oh, it's a whole different story. It's like, oh, I have to go grocery shopping again and, you know, just buy these things and, you know, kind of just go back to the basics. But, you know, I think the biggest thing is just starting with like, like everything Josh said was so incredible, but just, you know, Sim, think, thinking to what it is that's holding you back and kind of assessing that situation for a lot of people is just truthfully not having food prepared right so that's like kind of what I wanted to talk about here is like what works best for you right so we have that meal prep service that we use um, you know we know exactly like our breakfasts are similar um, we always have the meal preps um, stuff going on for uh, for usually lunch or dinner whatever it is and we just have our staples right so a few things that could really work and you can mix and match this as well is just starting with grocery shopping once a week you know I'll typically do it on uh, it varies but sometimes Sunday um, you know meal prepping on Sunday for you know um, half an hour one hour two hours whatever works best you could and these are all different options you know once again ordering a, a food prep service that sends ingredients I know quite a few of my clients like this because they can do it with their family and you know prep their dinners and it's still pretty healthy as well um, you can order an actual meal prep service like we did um, you'd have a few easy uh, you know uh, recipes to follow so all of our clients that sign up we give about 50 different recipes that take anywhere between you know five and you know 30 minutes um, to prepare which is always great to have just that you can kind of just go back to um, or you could come up with your own as well um, you know some good fast food options like we love our burrito bowls having those available and then the biggest thing is just pre-logging the foods before um, or the morning of to become um, super proactive. So those are the big things, but it's just more so about sitting down and being like, okay, what is it that's really like holding me back and then setting a game plan. So on Sunday, I always look at my week and I schedule my week in advance. But, you know, even for you, it could just be starting small. It could be like, okay, you know, I haven't been eating breakfast. So now I'm going to start to just integrate this breakfast for the next five days or even just the next one day. I'm just going to start with breakfast and take it meal by meal um, and kind of go from there. But, you know, that's all it takes is just getting back on the wagon. Like don't overcomplicate it. Don't think about, you know, the past, like, you know, and feel bad for yourself for the past like week or two or the past month that you haven't been doing well, because all it takes is one solid meal, one good day of planning, um, one great week of eating just to fully be back into it. And uh, that's going to be my biggest tip for today, for sure. Those are all amazing tips. And once again, it's not overlooking these small things and on a really high level, it's making a commitment in yourself to say you're going to do better when you're half in half out. And you know, the first time there's any temptation, you give into it, you know, like when your friends like, Hey, um, you know, I'm bringing back pizza, you want some, you know, you got to win those wars and say, No, I'm getting back on my eating. Thank you, though. And then or maybe you say yes. And you say, I'm going to have two slices, I got the macros for it. Either option is totally fine. Um, but you got to know yourself and you got to allow yourself time to actually get in that rhythm and that groove of getting back into it to be successful. So that is definitely something to be mindful of. Okay, this next question, I've been getting a lot from my clients. So I've been really excited uh, to answer this here. Can you explain net carbs? So this is a big one. I'm going to try and just keep it really simple. We're not going to try and get too, too deep into this, but essentially net carbs are not counting carbs from fiber sources, right? In particular, more certain fibers. Um, so keep that in mind, but 
the the main thing I'm going to say before this is this is very similar to the argument of should I eat more on days where I work out harder, right? Like the answer could be yes, like logically, but also you're getting things get really messy here. Like once again, simple is what produces results. I'm telling you uh, time and time again, the more simple you can make it, the easier it is going to be to follow long term because the second that happens, you know, you're tracking your watch, you're doing all these things. Oh, I did legs really hard today. I can have an extra 130 calories. That's this. And then maybe tomorrow I didn't work out as hard. So maybe I'll have 73 calories left. Like it's just so messy to me. I like a very static amount of calories throughout the week, you know, the same, unless you're doing something absolutely crazy. And that's another question I get asked a lot. Now, the problem with net carbs too is like, logically it makes sense. The concept of a net carb is a carb source from a fiber. Your body can't digest fibers, right? That's why it excretes it. And that's why, you know, they're good for digestion, right? And that's the argument there. But some fibers actually do contain about two calories per gram. So you can see how this is getting really messy. And I personally choose to stay away from it. I just log total carbs no matter what, because the problem is as well as you get too into this, right? Maybe you're having 400 calories from net carb sources. First of all, your fibers are going to be through the roof. And most people on a 2000 calorie diet should really be having like anywhere from like, I would say, um, kind of 25 to 30 grams of fiber in a day of around 2000 calories. And where you want to be careful is when you're not having enough, that's bad for your digestion. And when you have too much, that's when you can get excessive bloating. That's when you can get constipation. It actually can be a detriment and fiber is really great. It helps you feel full. Um, it helps with digestion. As I mentioned, it bonds with water, it does all these great things, but like anything else, you can't have too much of it. And when you get too into these calorie hack foods, you're going to have fiber through the roof and that can cause you to hold weight worse, right? Because your digestion cycles can be a mess. You can be extraordinarily bloated. You can not feel good there. So that's one kind of consideration I would have. The second is like, let's say you are having it from, you know, the net carbs and the certain one are like two calories per gram. If I'm having 400 calories of net carbs, and I don't log it as any, sorry, um, well, not 400, 100 grams of it, which would be 400 calories. And this is where I don't want to confuse people too much because I feel like I'm already confusing myself, but bear with me. And then I'm not tracking that, right? That could be 200 to 400 calories. I'm not tracking, just assuming they're net carbs. So this is where I try and avoid this. And you're also going to pay such a premium for things that are like this. So just do be mindful of it. And I would really just recommend logging total carbs because it can get really messy, especially over long term like just keep it simple i'm not a huge fan of it i get the logic behind it i don't think it's a big deal if you're having one or two things that kind of use this um style you know a lot of quest products will utilize net carbs a lot of keto products will use it and the whole argument for keto is a whole nother thing so hopefully that makes sense if anyone has any deeper questions about this you can hit us up on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t but i really challenge everyone to find ways to make your fitness journey simple. You have too many things to worry about already by managing your eating, you know, really making sure to get in great foods, controlling your vices, you know, getting in great training, really being, um, you know, aware and engaged with that, getting great recovery, great external factors. And the second you start doing crazy math, figuring out net carbs and all these things, like it's just, it's going to cause more problems than not. And very often, you know, people that use it a lot will kind of get more stuck from it almost, believe it or not. So just something to keep in mind and yeah.
Yeah, I'd find a lot of time, even myself, there was one time I decided to try to look into it and, and, or, you know, I was just like, oh, maybe I'll start keeping track of this. I'm like, nope. I'm like, you know, there's enough things, you know, and even for us, for our tracking with all of our clients, we'd rather just have separate categories. We got the protein, we got the carbs, we got the fat, and then we do keep track of fiber and then we can just manipulate the fiber and, you know, just set some more goals. Like, oh, you know, let's try to get that up. I find a lot of people are just having too little fiber, um, you know, especially when someone starts putting everything in, they'll be having five grams, seven grams, you know, which is very low right? So we start to, you know, focus on um, establishing goals there and just give you that one small thing instead of, you know, just doing all these calculations like Josh said. So yeah, he said that super well said. Um, I'm really glad he addressed that. And, uh, you know, hopefully that helps someone today. Awesome. Yeah. The next question, this one's a great one. Um, I'm, you know, we've gotten this quite a bit as well. uh, Or yeah, we've received this quite a bit, you know, um, on Instagram, even, you know, just from every, everybody literally has asked this question in the past. Um, I'm doing everything right, but the scale won't budge. Why is that? Am I just someone who can't lose fat? And do you have any experience with this? So I'm just going to jump into this. Like the biggest thing, I mean, there's a bunch of different variables. Like the truth is the best part about coaching is when someone has this situation take place, I can look at everything. I have all their data. I've got their spreadsheets. I've got their calorie intake. Uh, I know how many workouts they're doing. So keep in mind, this is very situational. And your situation will vary depending on that. Now, my biggest first answer I'm going to ask is how accurate is your nutrition? And the reason I ask that is because I would say most people truthfully are eating anywhere between 15 and 30% more than we actually think. Um, We have a very detailed YouTube video that's going to be down in the show notes right at the top. um, That's going to explain why you may not be in a calorie deficit. um, And that's going to come from essentially just grabbing um, little things. You know, if you have kids, you might grab, you know, a couple almonds here and there, you know, from maybe not putting your coffee creamer in um, from potentially under logging things when you're eating out. So there's tons of different variables. That's going to be my first scenario um, for that specific situation, because I'd say this is the most, um, you know, popular thing that happens with a lot of other people. And my other second answer here, I mean, there's a couple here, but the second thing is going to be that you actually are losing weight and you actually are making progress, but you're not calculating the average. So in the past, I would see um, someone say something like this um, and say, Hey, I'm not losing weight. What's happening. But the average is going down week by week. But because the number spiked up one day in your head, you're like, wow, I just went backwards. I just gained two pounds. I'm not actually making progress. Um, So that's going to be a very important thing to, once again, we always talk about calculating the average, but you know, if you don't have the proper data, it's very hard to make proper changes. Even as a coach, if I'm not seeing that average, if I'm not seeing, you know, your actual um, numbers being put in, I can't tell, you know, if you're in a calorie deficit, like if you're actually tracking accurately. Um, so that's why, you know, utilizing just proper tracking seven days a week is going to be super important. Even just another thing is, you know, um, taking people out of a calorie deficit is the people who will do five days. They're in a deficit, they're doing super well. And then on the weekend, and they don't log anything and they just don't really care and they end up having double what they're used to but don't actually see it. Um, That's another scenario that takes place. And then the other thing as well that I want to mention, I know I'm going off here, but I'm super passionate, is just sometimes being a little bit more patient, you know, especially sometimes you hold on to a bit more water, you know, sometimes when you do start strength training a little bit more, um, your situation could just be, hey, just wait another week, wait another two weeks. Once again, this is where having a coach comes in handy because we can say, hey, listen, you're totally fine. Your numbers are looking good. You know, you're, you know, pretty satisfied food wise, you know, you're hitting your protein. You're just getting started. You know, everything will bounce the way that we want it to. And even I find a lot of times with clients, 
decline. Sometimes it takes slightly longer, um, you know, and and this, and then eventually we just hit a whoosh, right? You know, you're kind of at a standstill for a week or two. That's totally fine. I might make some changes, but often when you just keep showing up, boom, it just goes right down. And that's usually what happens a lot of the time for a lot of people. So now that I've mentioned the people that I feel like, you know, aren't in a calorie deficit, um, there are obviously cases like that um, very, very often. Uh, you know, we've already mentioned, um, you know, just needing to be a little bit more patient. And then the last thing is just the fact that you are making progress, um, but it doesn't seem like you're making progress. But there is one other factor that I've actually seen happen with hundreds of people. Now, this is why taking so many different measurement um, tools and applying them is so key is because body recomps are a real thing. And we've helped obviously so many people, as you've seen on our Instagram. And we've talked about where it is very, in fact, possible where you gain muscle and you lose fat. Therefore, you are changing your body composition. You're gaining some muscle, you know, your strength training, you're around maintenance or in a slight deficit, and you are putting on muscle while losing fat. Therefore, it's just kind of essentially being replaced. Therefore, the scale is going to be around the same. So with that being said, you know, I think there is a difference though. Sometimes people say, oh, I'm gaining muscle, losing fat. And they're just kind of saying that because it's like a, you know, they're, they're kind of trying to, um, you know, hide the fact that they're not making any progress, but there are hundreds of other people, you know, especially within our coaching program where it is in fact, the scale's not changing a ton. Like I've literally seen quite a few people, they lose, let's say three pounds, but then they, they lose 13 inches, right? Their photos are looking better and just so many different things. So that's why, as we always say, you know, take those photos, take those measurements, um, you know, monitor your strength uh, training stuff because, you know, even and down in the description, I also shared a link um, and why you should and shouldn't care about your weight. While it is an amazing tool to let you know, you know, how your body's uh, reacting and, you know, if you are in a calorie deficit, there are a lot of different factors and we do use it as, you know, a tool for our coaching to see if we need to change calories and increase things and decrease things. But once again, that's just one small measurement tool. And if you're just focused on the scale, that's this is going to be my fifth thing. I know I'm going off here because I'm so passionate about this. Then I find that you're going to always find reasons to, you know, just um, feel like you're not making progress. If the only thing you really care about is getting that number down, you're going to always just be so focused on it that nothing else is going to matter. And you're never going to focus on or notice um, the other wins that are taking place. The fact that your pants are looser, the, uh, the fact that you're, you know, getting so many compliments, you're like, yeah, but still the scale is not down. So yeah, those uh, are my biggest things. And hopefully that helps someone today. Dang, Kyle crushed that one and this is this is a big thing right like listen to all these things you know it it really does what impacted and it's so hard to get caught up in those numbers we've spoken as on this a lot lately so i'm just going to leave it there i think you absolutely crush it and this is a really great episode you know we've been really trying to utilize questions that are really um you know exciting and new and to balance some that are you know that everyone would really enjoy and some that are a little bit higher level so always feel free to submit your questions to us over instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t once again we do have three spots open for an amazing opportunity we want to get you ready for summer dm us saying real results to get started on your journey towards the best physique ever and we look forward to working with you thank you everyone for listening it means the world and we will see you on thursday for a killer episode peace out